Welcome to Stories Pod Chats. I'm your host, Amanda Weldon. And I'm your other host, Kelsey Lee. And I am your third host, last and far from least, it is Daniel Hines. Far from least. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I had to bring the energy for my own intro because you guys used up all the energy on your intros. I had to generate my own. Nice job. Good work. Thanks. But the secret, you want to know my secret? What's your secret? I'm not Daniel Hines at all today. I am actually, change my hat, throw up the mask. Brock Rackets, here to talk brackets. Whoa. Hey, Mr. Rackets. What's up, Brock? You can call me Brock. You can call me Mr. Rackets. Just don't call me late for dinner. If you would like to support Stories Podcast and get every episode ad-free and a week early, subscribe to our Wondery Plus Kids feed on iTunes or your Apple Podcast app. We wanted to let all of you know that we've just launched our official YouTube channel at youtube.com slash stories podcast. If you've ever wanted to read along with us, these videos are just for you. We also have Stories Podcast merch available at storiespodcast.com slash shop, and now we're on Cameo. Check us out over there if you'd like to get a personal video message for someone special. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Stories Podcast. If you send us a drawing of your favorite scene or character, we'll share it on our feed. Now here's a word from our sponsors. Hey, grown-ups! On the Nintendo Switch system, you can team up with friends in Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Where you can meet talking flowers. Life's full of surprises. And where piranha plants sing. And where Mario, Luigi, and Peach turn into elephants. Wowie zowie! And where this announcer turns into a... Super tiny announcer! <laughs> That's not in the game. <clears throat> Sorry, got a little excited. Nintendo Switch, the home of Mario and friends. Game rated E for everyone. Game and systems sold separately. Hey parents, our podcast partner Starglow Media is running a special giveaway for Stories Podcast listeners from our friends at Lego. You can enter now for a chance to win a $500 Lego gift card. There are sets for all of your child's interests and even adult sets to treat yourself with. Here's how to enter. Either check out Starglow's Instagram page at starglow.media or head over to their website, starglowmedia.com giveaway to drop in your email for a chance to win. Winners will be randomly chosen on April 1st and announced on the Starglow Media Instagram. Happy listening! I have a brand new bracket fresh off the grill. It's hot and ready. It's steaming juicy. It is a great bracket. Are you guys ready? I'm ready. What, what is the bracket about? Today's bracket is Disney duos. That's right. We're talking famous pairs from Disney movies. Ooh, Ooh okay. All right, but before I launch into this bracket, this sizzling fajita of a bracket. <laughs> no. What? No, too late. I already called it that. That's staying in the episode. Andrew Martin, our lovely editor. He's going to keep that in, everybody. And I guess he's, I guess he, I'm he's getting, not, no, I'm getting some pretty strong signals, Andrew, to not keep that in. A fajita of a bracket? All right, Andrew, you be the judge. If it hit it, you leave it in. If it didn't, cut it out. Remember that cut from Full House? it out. So that's right. I have a great bracket for you today. But before we do, it's been a while. How are, uh, how are you two doing? I'm doing really good. This morning I woke up early and I shampooed the carpet in my car. <laughs> and it was just one of those projects that um, feels good to complete, you know? Yeah. And later today, I'm actually going to get a facial. Riveting. <laughs> Sounds boring. Amanda, what have you been up to? I'll tell you. This morning I got up, 
not super early, uh, but I got to uh, take a shower, which is a big deal, and also uh, put on some new sunscreen that I just purchased online, and it came in the mail, and it smells great. And so now I really like that. Not an ad, but what's the sunscreen? Um, <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> it's called Basque. Oh, is cool. the name of it? Sounds nice. I'm a big sucker for sunscreens. If I see a targeted ad about sunscreen, I'm going to buy it. I love sunscreen also. How was your morning, Brock Rackets? My morning was great. I uh, did a couple brackets, prepped a couple brackets, and basically my days are just brackets. Just brackets. <laughs> Eat, sleep, breathe brackets, and that's why my brackets are the best in the biz. First up, we have a recent addition to the Disney universe, The Mandalorian and the Child. That's a Mandalorian and Baby Yoda up against Joy and Sadness. Okay. Um, well, as some of you know, Amanda and I um, both have backgrounds in therapy. Yeah. <laughs> so for me, it's an easy choice to say joy and sadness because Inside Out was just one of those movies that um, works for so many different things. It's enjoyable and it's funny and it's cute. So Inside Out is a movie that a lot of therapists, particularly mm-hmm. the ones who work with children, find very um, helpful and useful. And the characters of joy and sadness are just um, kind of invaluable tools for us. Mm -hmm. So not only are they like cute and fun and the movie's so um, likable, um, I I just feel like that's my pick. Baby Yoda's cute. Baby Yoda's cute. Um, Full disclosure, I've not watched The Mandalorian. And also full disclosure, I'm not gonna. So I I will, I did see Inside Out uh, and I did like it. Uh, Even more so than that, I like joy and, and sadness. I feel like is a, you know, joy and sadness are a quintessential pair, both in the Disney universe and outside of it. And I don't think we could choose anything else uh, for this, for this one. It has to be joy and sadness. All right. Well, I'll say a few words about Mandalorian and Baby Yoda. And those few words are excellent, brave, daring, <laughs> adorable, adorable, and for sure. best car. That's a Star Wars word. All right. But I guess you're not moving on. Sorry, Mandalorian and Baby Yoda. This is not the way. Goodbye. Goodbye. May the force be with you. Next up, we've got a pair of lovely sisters and a pair of long-tailed little critters. Oh. Are you ready for this? Uh-huh. It is Anna and Elsa, the classic sisters from Frozen, up against Bernard and Bianca, who oh. I believe are the rescuers. Okay. First of all, I was so excited because I thought it was going to be Flotsam and Jetsam, um, Ursula's eel friends in The Little Mermaid. Yeah, Flotsam and Jetsam didn't actually make this bracket because their characters are kind of underdeveloped. They just kind of swim around and be creepy. Yeah. But I I think we should do maybe a sidekick or even a villain sidekick bracket later on. We can discuss that off air. Listen, I'm Brock Rackets. I'm always talking brackets. (laughs) All right, but that's the pairing. Anna and Elsa versus Bernard and Bianca, who our younger listeners might not know. It's an older movie, but still holds up, I think. Yes. I think we we talked about this before in a different Disney bracket, um, but we love the rescuers here. We do love the rescuers rescuers here. We're big fans. Um, But I'm also a big fan of Frozen, and I'm a big fan of Anna and Elsa. So um, for me, even though I do love the rescuers, and um, I think that if you have not seen it, you absolutely should go and watch that, Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to vote Anna and Elsa. I I feel like Anna and Elsa have become sort of more 
like, I think that they are classic now, even though in my mind, it's still like a newer Disney movie. I know that it's, it's, but it's been around for a little bit now. And I, I, I think, I think it will, I think it will go to Anna and Elsa, but just in brief, uh, a briefcase for Bernard and Bianca, I feel like they are much more of a duo. I think that Anna and Elsa, even though they are their sisters and they are, um, obviously each other's allies and on each other's team throughout the movie, they do spend much of the movie apart. That's true. I feel like Bernard and Bianca are more like closely. They work linked. together. Yeah. Like they I think they're together. more of a duo. No, that's a good point. But that said, I, I do think that Anna and Elsa have become, um, you know, a huge draw in the Disney world and a right. huge um, component of it. So I think we, we should reward them. I guess so. We just can't let it go. Sorry, Bernard and Bianca, you got caught in the mouse trap. They're fine, guys. Don't worry. It's a it's a have a heart. <laughs> Next up, we got two pairs from what I like to call the Great Blue Yonder. That's right, the oceans. Oh. We got Moana and Maui versus Marlin and Dory. For those of you who know me, you know that Moana and um in particular the music from Moana is um, a favorite of mine. So I, especially in speaking of duos, like Amanda was just kind of talking about, um, like working together for like the common goal. Um, I love Moana and Maui's story. Um, So they're my vote, not to discredit the beautiful work that Marlon and Dory did on their journey to find Nemo. Yeah, so in a quick, uh, I like... Marlon and Dory. And here's why. And here's why I think, particularly as a duo, I think they have kind of a really great uh, dynamic that is kind of a classic among duos where there's kind of the quote straight guy or like the the one who sets up the joke and then the one who like, and then Dory, who's kind of the one with all of the antics. Um, I feel like that like dynamic is very compelling. And and I think that I see that a lot here. And I, I really like this pair because I think they're kind of a quintessential team. Um, they balance each other out. One is very silly and one is very sort of anxious and <laughs> serious. Yes. Um, and I just, I think that they are, those are, they are my pick. Cause I think that they're, I like their vibe together. I think they're funny. Mm-hmm. Well, I definitely pick um, Moana and Maui. So I guess we're going to need Mr. Rackets to be our tiebreaker. We got Moana and Maui. We got Marlon and Dory. If I am the tiebreaker, love finding Nemo. And Hey, They found the little sucker. You got to give them credit for that. But I got to give it to Moana and Maui. Yes. All right. Hey, Moana, you're welcome. (laughs) Marlon and Dory. Goodbye. You're a finished. Oh. Got it. Yeah, Uh it's like a fish pun. Next up, we got a porky lady and a little croaker. Versus two pretty sweet rides. It is Miss Piggy and Kermit versus Lightning McQueen and Mater from Cars. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. <laughs> um, Cars, I watched a, a lot more than you might have expected from me <laughs> because I was, um, it was like peak of my babysitting career. Ah, uh, gotcha. So, and I babysat boys. Mm-hmm. Um, so I watched it like a lot, a lot. <laughs> and, it's um and I saw it in the theaters. Oh. Yeah. Cool. With with those same boys who yeah. I watched it with on repeat. The um, impact of cars on little boys cannot be overstated. Like, no. Everything was cars for a while. Yes. Right? And the the amount of cars like toddler beds mm-hmm. um that were sold, I would guess is is um pretty substantial. Um and it's a cute story. And it's a cute friendship 
but I look at it more like a friendship than a duo. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas Kermit and Miss Piggy are like a performance duo. Yes. They are they are not necessarily a model for healthy relationships. However, I do think that they are incredible and very iconic. And Miss Piggy, to me, too, is just the pinnacle of beauty. She's <laughs> I love everything. her so much. Um, yeah. And I think <clears throat> that was pretty good. Kermy. Like, oh, that was a good one. Thank you. I wow, practiced. Nice. Kelsey, can you try yours? Kermy. <laughs> Kermy. That's, oh, yeah, that's like if, if it was a worm. Okay, wait. Let me try again. <clears throat> Kermy. I think it's isn't it isn't it Frank Oz the same guy who does Yoda? Very possible. I think that it is. I know and I he's think that their a lot of the are, Muppets. Yeah, yeah. I think that they're the voices of Miss Piggy and Yoda are very similar. And I like learned that once because I was listening to like how to do a Yoda voice. Um, and so it's Miss Piggy, like, Mom! like it's kind of in this like I don't know. It's in the same spot where it's like do or do not. There is no try. Like Whoa, also Yoda. Good, yeah. nice I watched job. it. I watched the YouTube video. Thank you. Wow! Wow. <laughs> Kirby, kiss you, I will. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I I love Miss Piggy. I love Kermit the Frog. Um, I I have to go with that one. I'm not as interested in cars. <laughs> yeah, I I I did like cars. Um, and I'm still going to yeah, I'm voting Miss Piggy and Kermit. Yes. Cars, I love you, but it's time to drive off into the sunset. Alternately, you're out of gas. <laughs> Goodbye. Kermit and Miss Piggy, you are moving on to Manhattan. Muppets take Manhattan. Yeah. Yeah. Watch it if you haven't. Moving right along. That's it. Next up, we have Critters Galore. You guys ready for some critters? Yeah. Yes. We're going to Critter Country. It is Chip and Dale the Rescue Rangers versus the Lady and the Tramp slurping that pasta. Oh, okay. This is so hard because we love critters. We do love critters. Yes. Do you know um Chip and Dale Rescue Ranger Chip and Dale? So good. Yes. So good. Um, so great for me. It's Lady and the Tramp. Yeah, I feel like these are both in their own way kind of iconic duos. I think yeah. that um, Chip and Dale for me, like when I was first thinking about a Disney duo situation, I thought of Chip and Dale. Yeah, that's kind of you know, there's an N in the middle even instead of the and. Like it's Chip like, and Dale. Like they're together. They're like together. You don't talk about Chip without talking about Dale. Right. Um. So they are. I think I. You know, they're kind of quintessential for me. Um, Lady and the Tramp, also iconic and quintessential, even just from a visual perspective, because that that scene with the spaghetti is referenced everywhere. It's a major, massive part of pop culture. Um, I don't see how I think we have to pick Lady and the Tramp um, because that that just is sort of built into all of our brains. Did you see the new Chippendale movie? I did see the new Chippendale movie. Wow. It's pretty fun, actually. It's uh, the voices are. It's like John Mulaney and Andy Samberg. Oh, cool. Yeah. I do like them. I did yes. not see it. Um, so I feel like maybe if I had, I would have more more to mm-hmm. um, to counter. Yeah. Um, but Lady and the Tramp is my, it's just one of my, I it's, love a dog. Yeah. <laughs> I just do. Right. I love dogs. Chip-chip-chip-chip-bandale, <laughs> you're out of the bracket. <laughs> Could you sing that better for me? Chip-chip-chip-chip-bandale, you're out of the bracket. Chip-chip-chip-bandale. Lady and the Tramp, you're having a ball. A meatball, that is. You're moving on. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had this big eye roll there. Big eye roll for Brock Rackets. Next up, we have, ooh, brothers versus partners in crime. You ready for this? Yes. It is Ian and Barley, the brothers from Onward, mm-hmm. versus Rapunzel and Flynn from the movie Tangled. Oh, okay. Um, okay. So brothers from Onward versus Flynn Rapunzel, and Rapunzel and Flynn from Tangled. Or Eugene. Um, that's his real name. His name is Flynn Ryder. Put some respect in your game. Or Eugene Fitzherbert, which is his birth name. Um, I'm a big Tangled fan. I mean, mm-hmm. you knew his birth name, so. Yeah, I'm a big Tangled fan. But I also just love the, um, the charm of their duo. Mm-hmm. Like they, you know, um, he's like, an, he's a, He's a thief. He's um, a rogue, roguish. Thief. Yeah, he's rogue, and she's um, you know, a prisoner. And <laughs> <laughs> and they, you know, I don't know. They just figure it out. But Onward um, was incredible, and um, the brother duo is really it's really sweet and it's well done. Mm-hmm. I wish it was paired against something different because I like I'd probably vote for the brothers from Onward mm-hmm. in a different pairing. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I guess I think that I like um, I enjoy the relationship entangled most of all, because I think that it's um, it's exciting to watch the two characters influence each other. I think Rapunzel, you know, is she's been trapped in a tower for a really long time. She has all these like interests that are like inside interests, but she hasn't really been out in the world and the, you know, in the community. And I think that her uh, partnership with Flynn, she's introduced to a lot of things and she's able to kind of like learn so much from him, but then at the same time, teach him a lot as well. So I I like the way that they kind of grow and adapt together um, and ultimately end up making each other better, um, better versions of themselves. So I think that that is, that's why my vote is going to go to Rapunzel and Flynn. Yeah. Well, I agree that. And I just got to say a few words from my boys, Ian and Barley. Epic quest, epic movie. Epic. I think Onward is um, underseen, underrated, under talked about because it kind of was one of those pandemic movies or yeah. early in early in the pandemic kind of trickled in and so good. It's just great. If you haven't seen Onward yet, it's on Disney Plus. Check it out. But Onward, you are not going that way. You're going backward. <laughs> Meanwhile, Goodbye. Rapunzel and Flynn climbing that hair, cutting it off, putting it back on, regrowing it, whatever you want to do, it's magic baby. Next up, <laughs> we got we get a couple of dogs just doing their best versus a couple of people just doing their best, none of which are particularly successful, but all of which very endearing. Are you ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready. Good good lead in. Thanks. First up, it's the dogs. We're talking Max and Goofy. Oh. Okay. Cute. Next up, it's the people. We're talking Russell and Carl from Up. Oh, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, I think that you all know by now that we are a Goofy movie. Yeah, people. yeah. Max and Goofy from a Goofy movie and the other one, a very Goofy movie, and um, I, a Goofy movie is the one that matters the most to me, and that's the one that I think and we it's need to so reference. good. It's so good. Um, they're my they're my pick. Yeah. Um, up is a great up is a, a great movie. Up is a great film. A great movie, and it's a great friendship that they develop, mm-hmm. and it's so cute and unexpected um, and unexpected. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I mean, spoiler alert! Like, I don't know if you haven't seen Up, but um, at the end when he goes to the ceremony, the pinning ceremony, mm-hmm. and it's so sweet. Mm-hmm. It's just sweet. Yeah, but a goofy yeah. movie. But a goofy movie <laughs> is uh, so surprisingly. Um, 
touching and I think charming. Yeah. Just, and there's, it's a really lovely, well-drawn portrait of a father and son and like a really healthy, good relationship. I love a father son duo. Yes. Especially during like teenage years, um, when that's such a difficult time. And, and I love, uh, I love these characters because I think that they are, um, just so, uh, there's just so much warmth and, and humanity there. And I yeah. think it's a really good, I'm going to pick them too. Um, yep. Yep. Well up, you're going up, up and away. Meanwhile, Max and Goofy, you're our goof troop, baby. You're in. <laughs> nice. Next up, we've got a beautiful Royal couple who goes through some riveting encounters and pair of robots. Oh, that's right. R2-D2, C-3PO from Star Wars, the classic combo versus Tiana and Naveen, the frogs, and eventually people, well, people, then frogs, then people again from... The Princess and the Frog. That's right. Okay. So I, I'm i not super familiar with the world of Star Wars in general. Mm-hmm. Um, we watched it growing up. I didn't yeah. watch many of the new ones. No. Um, but I had an R2-D2 um, action figure that I was very fond of. Mm-hmm. Very fond of. Yes. Um, yeah. I, as previously stated, n- not super, not a super big Star Wars person. That said, I feel like C-3PO and R2-D2 are, um, I, I hate to keep using the word iconic, but I think that well, they, they are. Yeah, yeah. I think that they are like a, a quintessential duo that exists in the world. And I think um they and also the imagery, like the, you know, thinking of them visually together, I think is just sort of like another it's a they're everywhere. It's they are a, it's duo. a satisfying yeah. duo. That's definitely a case of opposites attract for sure. OK, maybe Brock can speak a little more about about that pair. I'm a big Star Wars fan. I have seen all the movies and all the shows and read all the books, both the ones that are not canonical anymore, meaning they were published before Disney bought Star Wars and the ones after. And I have to say. I love those two little robots so much. What do they do together? Like a lot of stuff? What do they do together? Um, yeah. They steal the Death Star plans and deliver them to Obi-Wan Kenobi. That sounds really important. Yeah. <laughs> um, they go to Java's palace. They're on the sail barge to help save Han. And they do all this like together as a duo. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That sounds pretty important. Yes. Um, I love Princess and the Frog and I love Tiana and I do like Naveen. Um, I don't love Naveen the mm-hmm. way I might love a different Disney prince. I feel like Tiana could have done it her, on her own. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so as much as I enjoyed the fact that they um, found happiness with each other and she helped him grow, I feel like she didn't really need him. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am very on board with R2-D2 and C3, especially yeah. after hearing yeah. the highlight reel. Yes, I agree. I think I also I like the way that they like there's a lot of um, opposites in there that kind of like they play off of each other. Well, like C-3PO has like a certain kind of like jittery way that he moves, whereas like R2-D2 kind of zooms around like there's like a, you know, they contrast really yeah. nicely off of each other. Even like the height and like the shape. Yeah. Yeah. I think that they're um, they're a funny they're a funny pair. And I, I picked them. OK. All right. Sorry, Tiana and Naveen. You were. Can you sing it? Almost there. Almost, but not quite. You're out. C3PO and R2D2, you're moving on. Let me just say. Oh, mm. R2D2's here today? <laughs> oh, that's so that's the end of our initial round. And next up, we are going through round two. You ready? We're going to go back yeah. through some favorites. Yes. Yep. First up is Joy and Sadness versus Anna and Elsa. Okay. Okay. Mm, so Joy and Sadness, I think, are... Um, 
a more important duo in the world. Um, but I think in the context of Disney, Anna and Elsa. It's Anna and Elsa. Yeah. It's Anna and it's Elsa. Well, joy and sadness. I hope you can find some joy in your sadness. Bittersweet. But you're out. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Anna and Elsa, moving on, moving up, build that snowman. Next up, we got a couple of demigods versus... Moana and Maui. That's right. It's Miss Piggy and Kermit versus <laughs> Mo- Moana and Maui. There we go. Okay. What are you guys thinking here? Um, I feel like we might we might contrast here. I'm, I'm never. Going, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going with Moana and Maui. Mm-hmm. They have a hero. I know. I know. They have a hero story. They um they were basically like fated together by the ocean to complete this task, which I think is um just really cool so yeah the right vote i think that miss piggy and kermit the frog were fated to be together by jim henson and they (laughs) their love story lasts uh throughout multiple seasons of a like a award-winning television show did it win awards an incredible television show as well as multiple movies um also the spinoffs also the spinoff yeah muppet babies yes muppet babies the, Making our dreams come true. Yes, beautiful. Um, I don't know how it couldn't be Miss Piggy and Kermit the Frog. That's for me. They are, they're beautiful and I love them. And I pick them. Um, I pick Moana and Maui. So I guess we're going to need Mr. Brock Rackets here to talk brackets. I'm Brock Rackets here to talk brackets. And I do think Moana and Maui are great, but not as great as Miss Piggy and Kermit. But Miss Piggy and Kermit can't move on unless Amanda gives me one more impression. Say goodbye to Moana. Goodbye. No. <laughs> that was perfect. That was Can you really finish good. that? Goodbye, Moana. Love it. Goodbye, Moana. Next up, we got, ooh, some ladies and some tramps. That's right. Lady and the Tramp and Rapunzel and Flynn, who oh. are also a lady and a tramp. Yeah. Yeah, they are actually really They are. Yeah, they have kind of a similar like archetypal yeah, thing do. going on. Um Lady and the Tramp predates Rapunzel and Flynn. Right. So, I kind of feel like they may they may have paved the way. Okay. <laughs> oh, but the story of Rapunzel is older than Lady and the Tramp. I know that. But I also would say that the story of Rapunzel doesn't necessarily include I think Flynn is a more well-drawn character in the context of Disney. I don't think that he was really the same way in the original like Grimm's fairy tale. Oh, Rapunzel. not at all. No, yeah. he doesn't exist. Okay, well I still pick Rapunzel and Flynn. <laughs> so that's my pick. I that's think- my pick. I think they're great. Um I think they accomplish a lot together. They learn from each other. Um, yeah, I pick Lady and the Tramp. I just really like spaghetti and I think that <laughs> <laughs> that's the right choice. <laughs> Okay, I guess we need um, Brock Rackets. Got to come in hot again. It's tough. It's with a heavy heart. Rapunzel and Flynn, they're so good. Lady and the Tramp, mwah. But I got to give it to, oh, it's heartbreaking. Let me just imagine. It might go, let me go deep in my memory palace and think, what am I seeing? I'm seeing long hair. Wait, that's not hair. It's, that's angel hair pasta. It's Lady and the Tramp. Oh, I didn't expect that. <laughs> I don't like it. Lady and the Tramp moves on. Rapunzel and Flynn, you're going to the barbershop. Chop it off. Okay. Next up, we have the battle of father and son. Max and Goofy versus C-3PO and R2-D2. What? Are they a father and son? 
Yeah, C3PO's R2D2's dad. No. No, that's not true. I, like, no. I thought you guys might believe it. I would have. No. I, I what, what the heck? Do I, I know? know better. Nope. Okay, but that is the matchup. It is Max and Goofy versus C3PO and R2D2. What do you what do you got? Um honestly, before I heard from Mr. Brock Rackets, I would have said Goofy and Max, but after hearing um about all the things that they did. That wasn't all the things they did. Okay, <laughs> some of the things that they did. I um am actually inclined to go um to go robot here. I am inclined to agree. I think Max and Goofy are a sentimental favorite. Um and again, I think it's just a really well written and well drawn uh pairing. Um but yeah, as far as like duos that do more, that have done more, um, and also have lasted throughout an entire like franchise of movies. Um going on fifty years now. There you go. So geez. That's really impressive. We are aging. I that's so Yeah, nice. we're getting old. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it has to be C-3PO and R2-D2. Um, they are, they are a more like enduring duo. Max and Goofy are sweet, sweet and wonderful. And if you haven't seen the Goofy movie yet, please, please do watch it. Put it on your list. Put on your watch list. It is a classic. It's beautiful. All right. Max and Goofy, you're going to the pound, which is strange because you wear clothes and talk, but you're still technically dogs. So I'm sorry. C-3PO and R2-D2. You're moving on, or as we like to say, Andrew's going to put in the really good R2-D2 scream there. He knows the one. Okay, great. Because that wasn't it. Yeah. (laughs) Andrew, you can leave mine for reference and then put the good one in right here. All right. We are getting into the semifinals. Are you ready for this? Yes. Yes. It's going to get heated. You say yes. Yes. I'm ready. But you're not going to like these pairings because they are going to get brutal. They're down and dirty. They're nasty on some levels. So I don't know how you're going to do this. How are you going to decide between the sweet sisters, Anna and Elsa, in the spaghetti loving dogs, Lady and the Tramp? Anna and Elsa. Yeah, it's Anna and Elsa. Easy. Whoa, you really just undercut my whole premise there. I Uh thought it was going to be a hard choice. No, listen. Listen, there's a lot of great things. And even though I voted against Lady and the Tramp in the last round, I still adore them. Mm-hmm. They're dogs who kiss after eating the it's same really cute. noodle it's really that, spaghetti. They is that the only scene? Is that the only scene any of us remember? No. No. Oh, that's the only thing I remember. <laughs> that's just the one that everyone likes. Yes. Um, that's the one that's redone, like Amanda yeah, said. Like it's, it's the one that's, that's baked into pop culture. Redepicted. Yeah. Over is there and over Siamese again. cats in that movie? Yes, yes. We are Siamese, if you please. Fun fact that song was written by Peggy Lee. We oh. are Siamese, if you don't, please. I did like that song. I confuse it with Oliver and Company because it's all cats and dogs singing songs. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, they're great. We love yeah. a dog. We, we love a dog. We love a dog. We also love sisters. Yeah. Anna and Elsa are great. People still now in the year 2022 are dressing up as the whole Frozen cast as they're, with their families. And it's yeah. so cute. And it's... Um, it's just going to stand the test of time. I Amanda's also, right. yes. I also really love that the sisters and their story is the center of yes. like this. Like it's all about their relationship and they are the ones that are falling in love. Yeah. There's maybe like a peripheral romantic thing or whatever, but like it's, it's about these two women who care about each other and are good teammates for each other. And I yeah. think sure. that, that is a really well, cool thing. Well, at the thing. end, it's true love and it's the true love between the sisters. Yes. Right. Yes. Exactly. Oh, so good. Okay. Yes. Yep. Well, I would say there are a lot of costumes, but last Halloween, I dressed up as the tramp and my dog was the lady tried to share spaghetti, but she just ate all the meatballs and left me with nothing. So you know what? I guess I agree. Cool. Awesome. <laughs> all right. Anna and Elsa. Not invited back to that party. 
Goodbye. Goodbye, Lady and the Tramp. All right, Lady and the Tramp, you can't move on, but don't worry. We still love dogs. You're going to go to a lovely home. It is a pasta maker shop, and you're both adopted, and you get all the pasta you want. Have a good time. All right, Elsa, you're moving on. You're moving up. We're building that ice palace in the sky. All right. All right, next up, we got this one is going to be a real tearjerker. It's going to keep you up at night. This decision, nearly impossible. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Yes. Miss Piggy and Kermit versus R2-D2 and C-3PO. Who's the more iconic duo? Robots. On a purely like capitalism level, like, yeah, there's definitely way, like <laughs> R2-D2 and C-3PO are printed on way more t-shirts and like backpacks and like there's more action figures and whatever. Right. Um, I love Miss Piggy and Kermit better. They matter more to me in my personal story. I don't have like a super soft spot for the Muppets. Like I like them. Sure. We were in a Muppets household when we well, were kids. Well, I watched Muppet Babies. Okay. Muppet Babies. Um, which I don't even know if you can watch that anymore and where you would find it, but I don't know. Try to find it. Um, so I'm going to go, I'm going to go robot. Um, yeah, I'm, f- I am fine with the robots winning. I'm fine with C-3PO and R2-D2 winning. I like them. I'm again, not a huge Star Wars fan, but I do, I do like them. I think they provide, um, some comic relief and they are fun and they are shiny and pretty as previously stated. Um, I will say again that I love Kermit and Miss Piggy more, especially Miss Piggy. Looks like, sounds like the droids are moving on, but who do we have here? It's special guest, Miss Piggy, to accept her consolation prize. Miss Piggy, here's your consolation prize. Do you have any words for our audience before you leave? Mm! I should have won! Okay, I'm going to cut Miss Piggy's mic off here. Well, that was great. Thanks for coming in. All right, this is the final match oh. for your favorite Disney duo. Are you ready? Okay. Yep. We got R2-D2 and C-3PO, the robots you just promoted. And on the other side of the bracket, in this Final two, we have Elsa and Anna. Now, I really want you to talk through it here. Anna and Elsa. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> uh, it's Anna and Elsa. It's yeah. Anna and Elsa. Oh. It's Anna and Elsa. I think, um, I don't think that there has been a more important Disney. I mean, like there's Disney's done a ton of really like excellent movies in recent years, but I think Frozen like takes the cake as the one yeah. that's like kind of the most important and the most um, influential. Um Star Wars also is only a recent Disney acquisition. That's true. So C-3PO and R2-D2 are not originally Disney characters. I don't think they can really take responsibility for their creation. They can just take the royalties or whatever now. But like that's, I I really feel like Elsa and Anna are, they are the winners. And I'm I'm excited to have, um, again, like two ladies who love each other yeah. as, as our, as our winners. Who would literally that's... like die for each other. Yeah. This is yeah. a beautiful and lovely depiction of sisterly yes. love. I am, um, yeah, it's Anna and Elsa. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Anna and Elsa, you know what? I can't argue with that. Frozen, great movie, great songs, great sequel all around. Anna and Elsa are quite excellent. Best addition to the Disney canon in recent years. But I'll just say a few things about R2-D2 and C-3PO. They're my buddies. They're my pals. They're my good time boys. You know, I like them so much. <laughs> and, um, you know, I they're not my favorite Star Wars characters, but they're great, you know? Do you guys have a favorite droid? Oh, I, I don't. I The only other one I know is like BB-8. BB-8's also a good droid. Oh, but I don't pick him. Cute. 
I'll take C-3PO. Um, I, gold. I think it could be nice for um, Brock Rackets to invite Dan on and maybe like a couple other of Dan's friends to do a Star Wars bracket. I, I yeah. can't. I we can't. would not participate. No. <laughs> All right. If you'd like to hear, you know who would be good in a Star Wars or possibly even Marvel bracket is our friend Max Goodname. Maybe I'll have Max Goodname on and we'll do a Marvel bracket. That would be amazing. That would be cool. Or Star Wars brackets. Yeah. 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 Right. If you guys awesome. want to hear that, let us know. And um, the winner of this one, Elsa and Anna, you feel good about that? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I actually feel really good about it. Yeah, I do too. I, I mean, I wish that we had discussed some other other Disney duos that I yeah. love. Honorable mentions to like Mrs. Potts and Chip. Yeah, you teacup. know who else I was thinking of too is um like Aladdin and the Genie. Aladdin and the Genie. Or like if you want to like... Or Aladdin and Abu. Right. Yep. The carbon um, Genie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Flotsam and Jetsam, as I think I've mentioned yeah. them. Um, so there's, there's, you know, there more are a brackets lot. to be discovered. Even Tweedledee and Tweedledum. I'm here. I think something else we should do next, the three of us, is I think I'm going to make up a sidekick bracket because these are all sidekick characters you're talking here. So I think that would yeah, be good. That's probably why, yeah. I love a sidekick. Mm-hmm. All right, then. Um, so we got our future planned out. We got some more of these. We got a couple more stories coming down the pipe for you. We got another pod chats next month. And if there's anything else you'd like to hear, you can email us at uh, dan at storiespodcast.com. Or amanda at storiespodcast.com. Or kelsey at storiespodcast.com. Or all three. It's going to be great. Send your things in, send your drawings in, send your ideas in, whatever you'd like. We'd love to hear from you. Is there anything else? That's it. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. If you would like to support Stories Podcast, you can leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Get ad-free episodes and early access when you subscribe to our Wondery Plus Kids feed on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Check out all of our merch available at storiespodcast.com shop. Commission a special video on Cameo. Follow us on Instagram at Stories Podcast or simply tell your friends about us. We wanted to let all of you know that we've just launched our official YouTube channel at youtube.com slash stories podcast. If you've ever wanted to read along with us, these videos are just for you. They feature the text of the stories nice and big on the screen with each word highlighted as I read it so you can match up the way it looks with the way it sounds. YouTube also lets you change the play speed, so depending on your level, you can slow down the narration to follow along. They're great for new readers, storybook time, English language learners, and even just for listening. And in the future, we plan on adding more read-alongs, some live storytime readings, Q&As, and more. Check it out at youtube.com storiespodcast. Thanks for listening! Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Stories Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen early and ad-free with Wondery Plus Kids in Apple Podcasts. Grown-ups, before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. Hi, everyone. I'm excited to tell you about the brand new season of the podcast, Music Land Stories. Music Land Stories is a weekly podcast for kids that takes you on an adventure through the universe of Music Land. The musical Easter eggs and epic stories are sure to be tons of fun for the whole family. Take a listen to what's in store. I'm the conductor. And now, on a brand new season of Music Land Stories, I'm going to take you all the way down to the ocean floor of the deep blue sea. And I've recruited a new crew of sonic expeditioners that I can't wait for you to meet. Together, we're on an underwater odyssey to capture the song of the last leviathan. 
a giant sea creature who splished and splashed beneath the sea for thousands and thousands of years. Listen to the newest season of Music Land Stories, airing weekly every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.